Hello, my name is Josh. I'm Jamie. And welcome to Conversation Speaks, the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today we're going to be talking about everything from the WGA and the ANPTP coming back to the table, which as which is going on currently as we are recording. So um, based on, if something does happen or whatever, whatever the hell happens, we'll probably be discussing more on the next episode. But like, mm-hmm. they, but yeah, um, two thoughts on Ahsoka episode six and so much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter and TikTok at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email from anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, our email is at conversationwithtwogeeks at gmail.com. And also don't forget to check out our Patreon at Conversation with Two Geeks. And you can also find our back catalog on Spotify, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Podcasts are listened to. How are you today, Jamie? I am doing okay. I had a long day yesterday, um, but I'm actually doing okay. A little bit tired, but I got a little bit more energy right now. I had a Starbucks this morning, so I did okay. Oh, yeah, no, that always helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I, I feel you as well. I did have a long day yesterday, and I'm going to kind of have a long day tonight because my next job and stuff, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just... I know, we both have work today, right? Pretty much right after this. I have work at four today. Yeah, I gotta be. I gotta be at my. I I pretty much gotta be at my place at four, and uh, but I'm gonna take the long route and go get a sandwich at this. Um, by the way, um, shout out to this place. It's called Archie's. It's in North Hollywood. Bomb ass sandwiches. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. So if you're ever in North Hollywood and you need to go get a sandwich, uh, stop by Archie's. No, we are not sponsored by them or anything like that. I just thought it was a really cool place. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Also, this is a little slow ass news week, but there has been one story that's been going on. And uh, again, I mentioned it earlier in, earlier in the intro. Um, the WGA and the PMPT have returned to the table, but this is an in progress, what I like to call an in progress story, meaning that this, that as things, that literally as we're recording right now, things are going on. So this is kind of what's happening. Um, Per deadline again, developing story, and if there, and if there's anything that happens that happens uh, after we record, we'll make sure to talk about it in the next episode. Um, the WGA negotiating committee and the AMPTP resumed talks today. Um, well, actually, yesterday, and they're continuing on to today because um, yesterday was Wednesday, today's Thursday. Um, when uh, when Netflix, uh, Tess Randos, Disney's Bob Iger, Universal's Donald Langley, and Warner Bros. Discovery, Dave Zaslav in the room. In the room, uh, joined APTP resident uh, Carol Lombardi and WGA chief negotiator uh, Ellen Schutzman in the talks um, at the AMPTP headquarters, uh, Sherman Oaks office. Um, Sherman Oaks office with the two parties set to talk tomorrow, which is technically today. In a joint statement, the two um, released yesterday, the two parties wrote a statement saying, uh, the WGA and ABTP met for bargaining today and will meet again tomorrow, which is technically today. So pretty much um, they're back at the table. I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, I, I'm hoping for the best and prepping for the worst. Cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. It's good that they're renegotiating, that they're talking and having conversation. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's good that they seem to both be not wanting to release any statements until it sounds like whatever is happening is finalized or like whatever. So Mm -hmm. there's like, but 
also we have no idea so mm-hmm. and right. negotiations have not gone well before so who mm-hmm. knows but um this just cautiously optimistic because we all want the strike to end because this is getting ridiculous and studios just pay your people you get paid you have to people. do pay your fucking people and just yeah and i i uh, yeah also, I imagine a lot of the board board directors here will be are kind of like get this shit dealt with now, or we're firing your ass. Mm-hmm. Which is which is capitalism one hundred and one, but that's a whole other thing. Yep. 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 All right, moving on to our next topic. Via uh, THR, in a video released on YouTube, executive producer and creator of One Piece himself, uh, Ichiro Oda, revealed that Netflix has picked. Up its live action version of the show for a second season, almost two weeks since the show first dropped on the platform and has become critically acclaimed. In a statement, Oda says, To the Straw Hat Grand Fleet, what did you think of season one of the live action One Piece? I spent a long time working on it with Netflix and Tomorrow Studios. It sees people around the world have been enjoying the show, which makes the hard work from the production team truly worth it. To everyone who's been a fan of One Piece for years and to those who experienced One Piece for the first time, thank you so much. Two weeks after the launch, I re- just received some great news. Netflix has decided to renew the show. Uh, the Adventures of Inaki and the live-action Star House will continue on, continue onward. It'll still take a while to get the scripts ready, so please be patient. From here on, it seems that the Star House will be will need a great doctor. We will see. And uh, as someone that really enjoyed the first season and has been watching people's reactions to it and stuff, it's I'm really happy that we got a second season. Now, granted, I know it's going to probably take a while just because the strikes alone. But like mm-hmm. I, I'm prepped to see whatever they do next and stuff. Um, have you gotten around the watching the show yet? Or no, not yet. I've been insanely busy, so I haven't really had time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just keep hearing great things. I have somebody at work who, um, is really into it right now. The mm-hmm. animate and this, I believe. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just keep hearing pretty positive things about the Netflix version. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I know. And again, this is one of the funny enough. This is actually, I, I think, this is made by the same studio. Well, I mean, it's also Netflix, who did the Halfway Bebop one that mm-hmm. I, I really refuse to acknowledge the existence of. Again, mm-hmm. nothing against the actors in it; they all did the best they could. Oh boy! But either way, One Piece, I I feel was just amazing. And if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. And yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to see what season two is gonna be like and stuff. And again, I'm I'm going in this not really knowing much about the anime and stuff. So maybe I'll watch it. Maybe given we have a lot of time in between, I might actually consider watching it. Does yeah. it kind of fill in the time? Yep. So yeah. Anyways, uh, moving on to our next topic, uh, we got another. Uh, we got a uh, second official trailer to the Hunger Games: The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. The synopsis reads. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Sinks follows a young Cornelius, played by Tom Blythe, who is the last hope for his following lineage, the once Prestone family that has fallen from grace in a post-war capital with his livelihood threatened. Uh, Snow is reluctantly assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Blair, played by uh, Rachel Zegler, a tribute from the impoverished District 12. But after Lu- Lucy Gray's charms captivates the audience in Pan Am, Snow seeks an opportunity to, to shift their fates. With everything is worth for hanging in the balance, Snow reunites with Lucy Gray to turn the odds 
in their favor. Battling instincts for both good and evil. Snow sits out a race race against time to reveal to survive and reveal if he will ultimately become a songbird or a snake. Uh, directed by Francis Lawrence, the film stars Blythe, Zegler, Peter Dinklage, Andrew Schaefer, uh, Josh and Jerry Rivera, uh, Jason Schwartzman, and Viola Davis. The film is set for release on November 17th. Okay, Loki, I'm really excited for this movie. I... I am too, honestly. And I'll get into my recommendations later, but I'm listening to the audiobook of it right now. Mm. Um, I debated about this because I have heard that the ending to this story is crazy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But, like, I think we all forgot how... I, I don't think we forgot, but I think, like, this could potentially have, like, a resurgence for the Hunger Games franchise. In mm-hmm. a way. Um, and I see people that are like pretty excited who are paying attention who are pretty excited. Mm-hmm. Um I hate that it's snow, but also it makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um it's gonna be super interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for um Rachel Zegler's character because I think she's gonna mm-hmm. be a complete opposite of can of Katniss. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think that's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, um just to kind of see like what she's gonna do and like how and her because from the book i can already tell she's very different Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so i'm pretty excited i think it's gonna be a good time Mm -hmm. um i think these stories are super interesting i think the cast is gonna be really good you got some really good names on there i mean viola davis Davis. (laughs) it's gonna be fun i love Um, how in the trailer she's like so what is the hunger games about for real and just her costume and just the way, oh my God, the production design movie. Production design is going to be is like nuts. Yeah. And so it's going to be, I'm pretty excited. I think, um, I think we've had a good enough amount of time between the last Mockingjay movie and mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm pretty, like, I'm honestly, like, very excited for this. I love the Hunger Games movies. I think I think they're low-key really, really good. I think they're not mm-hmm. perfect adaptations of the books, but I think mm-hmm. they're really solid. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm I'm excited. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I'm I'm kind of with you on there. Um I might even consider rewatching at least the first two. Um because yeah. I do feel like Casting Fire is probably the best one. Yeah. I mean, oh, that's tough. I haven't read the books in so long, but I've seen uh, rewatch. I rewatched the movies. I was being movie. I was being movie wise. Yeah. No. The no. Nah, I know. Um, catching the first one is really, really good. A really mm. good adaptation of the book, and Catching Fire as a book itself was really, really good. And I think they did a phenomenal job on the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, man, it's gonna be. I don't know which one I would consider the best. Mm. And Maki J is a lot because Maki J had a lot to do mm-hmm. um as a story. Um mm-hmm. so it's gonna be interesting. I'm just I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely would recommend I you don't necessarily need to, but like if you want to rewatch the movies or mm-hmm. or whatever, if you have time, I think that wouldn't be a bad idea. Cause I feel like they're gonna throw in some Easter eggs of like Mm-hmm. I I guess it could be kind of like foreshadowing, maybe, or like just they'll have some like mm-hmm. nods to the Hunger Games, maybe it's the original ones. Yeah, yeah, no, oh. def- definitely, definitely. And also, like I will say, um, like I kind of okay, this was months ago, 
But I did read, I did want to bring the wiki on mm. this. So I kind of have a feeling I know where things are going to go, but I am also just very curious and stuff. And- I've avoided so much of the spoilers for this because the only thing I know is that people who have read the book are very excited for this and have said this shows a, uh, this kind of shows where Snow's character goes mm-hmm. and stuff. So I think it'll be, um, I think it's just going to be an interesting character study on him mm-hmm. and stuff. And the cool thing is, if this pops off and does well mm-hmm. as a good like one-off story in the Hunger Games universe, we could do other, um, like one-off stories. movies like this, where you get a different like we could go back, we go to Phoenix Hunger Games, like mm-hmm. his original one. Mm-hmm. We could go to like different people's. Which is what people have been wanting is different. We get different perspectives, get different like versions of this, mm-hmm. probably different characters. So this has a lot of potential. Yeah, so. yeah, no, and they can essentially do the thing that they tried to do with Harry Potter, but completely failed at, where um they try to do something different and like, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we won't we won't go into that because that's that's a whole mess. Yeah. Yeah, but either way, like, yeah, no, I, I 100% agree with you and stuff, and I'm really excited for this. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our next topic. We, uh, according to THR, Mark Webb, best known for films such as Five Days of Summer and the Amazing Spider-Man duology, is attached to direct Bermuda for Skydance. According to the article, the feature takes inspiration on the section of the Caribbean. That's where planes and ships that are said to have vanished, never to be seen again, with the you know, originally according to Remy and sister director uh, Scott Derrickson to direct, but no avail. However, writer has not been announced yet. Um... This is interesting for me because, like, this is going to be kind of the first time that Mark Webb has kind of gone back to doing a big, huge movie. Because for the most part, he, he's had a very interesting track record. I mean, going from Five Hundred Days of Summer to the Spider-Man duology. And then I think he did some pilots in between there. But I think a lot of them were more low-key. So, so yeah, no, I'm very interested to see. And also, this has been a project that, like... I've heard multiple versions of for like a couple of years now, especially with like Raimi and Derrickson being attached. Interesting. Yeah. So this this will be very interesting. Um, yeah. Very cool. I, mean, I don't have that many thoughts on it, but I mean, like if you like a good mystery, I mean, the Bermuda Triangle is a good mm-hmm. idea, a good concept. Mm-hmm. So it could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, moving on to our second to last topic, we got an official teaser trailer for another uh, book, the book adaptation. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. This is mm-hmm. Percy Jackson and the Olympians tells a fantastical story of a 12 year old modern demigod, Percy Jackson, who's just come in terms with his new fancy control of powers when the sky god Zeus accuses him of stealing his master lightning bolt. Now, Percy must track across America to find it. Fight and restored order to Olympus. Based off the um book of the same name, uh, the series stars Walter Scoble as the titular character, Leah Savoy Jeffries, Arian um Simhardy, uh Adam Copland, Adam Copeland, uh Susan Cryer, uh Jessica Jessica Parker Kennedy, uh Virginia Cole, Glenn German, uh Jane Max Deuces, um Megan Mullally, Tim Sharp, uh the York Goodjohn, Charlie Bushnell. Uh, Olivier Morton, 
um, Jake Duplass, um, and also me, rest in peace, um, Lance Reddick, and Timothy Edmonton. Uh, the series is slated to drop weekly on Disney Plus starting December 20th with the first few episodes. I'm not gonna lie, I really love this trailer. It was a really good first teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, really good. Yeah. And I was never, and it's like, I had no like thing about Percy Jackson, but it was just nothing I ever had time to go into or mm. anything. Mm. I was much more of a Potter person. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually really excited because I think this is going to be people, the fans of, of the books are super, super, super excited about this. Mm-hmm. And that gets me super excited. Mm-hmm. And I think the kids are seem really great. And they're gonna, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's a series and they can kind of take their time with Percy's story because it's so, and it's massive. This whole Percy Jackson universe is like mm-hmm. huge. I was watching a TikTok of all the different books there are, and there's like the main Percy Jackson books, and then there's all these other series that follow different mm-hmm. characters. So it's, they have a, it could be cool. I, I think it's gonna be good. I think they, it has high produ- production value. The mm-hmm. CGI looks pretty good. Doesn't look terrible. Mm-hmm. And the cinematography, I actually really dig. Yes, it looks very good. Yeah, and also, also, I will say, um, especially as someone, because I'm, because it's interesting, because I'm actually, because I was both a Potter fan, but also like I did read at least the first five books in this, mm-hmm. and like, and I, and I will say, like, I really, I really dug it and stuff. And again, I, um, Fox dropped the ball back then. Because mm-hmm. this easily could have been their next Harry Potter, but like you know, it really yeah. could have. Mm-hmm. It has, it has a trio. It has an adventure story. Mm-hmm. It has a lot that they like. Those movies could have been huge mm-hmm. if they could have. And it's no offense to um, Logan or anybody mm-hmm. from those movies. Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. But mm-hmm. I feel like this. This series is gonna pop off, and I think it's gonna be huge, and I think it's gonna be good, and I think it could potentially be a huge next Harry Potter. It could introduce a lot of kids mm-hmm. to Percy Jackson, just like what Potter's doing, mm-hmm. what Potter did back in the day. So, like, has a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and like, I just, yeah, no, I, I gotta can't wait for the series to come out. I know, I know, it's gonna be fun. It's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to our final topic of the day. Excuse me, Deadline reports that ain't um that the uh, AMC's uh Taylor Swift Eras Tour concert movie has hit tracking uh this morning with a 100 million to 125 million opening weekend outlook when it opens on October 13th in cinemas with a reported demographic being women under 25. Um, total awareness and defining interest. I'm assuming that they're kind of like the um concert venue people that run the concerts um and uh the the in the eras uh taste of eras tour also is for the root is through the roof uh this movie all right and also total awareness and find indefinite interest in the taylor so there's tour also is through the roof uh the movie is a unicorn uh one razor sharp box office analyst t- tells deadline about the pictures anomaly power so yeah um 100 to 125 million opening weekend yeah I would say I'm surprised, but I don't know anymore. She's just... I think part of it just shows how how many people didn't get to go to the actual concert and want to see this. And so um, I want to experience 
have at least some sort of that experience. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, for a concert movie, this is mm-hmm. huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah, it's um, going to be gangbusters. For real, it's kind of crazy. Um, I'm not going opening weekend, partly because I don't want to brave the crowds. It's going to be a lot. Yeah, um, again, PSA, um, please be kind to all the service workers that are working that show. Yeah. Um, just take care of your stuff. Um, make sure you know where you're going. Make sure you get your food ready. And make sure, well, get your knowing you want to eat and stuff. And also make mm-hmm. sure you take out your trash. Yep. Do all of that. And if you have any questions, just contact your local theater's customer service. Call them the day before or whatever you need to do. I'm sure somebody at somebody, one of the employees there would be happy to help you answer any questions you have. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, like just be kind, respect the people around you, mm-hmm. and you know, enjoy it, have fun. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a good experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know. Just make sure that you're not bothering anybody around you and you guys mm-hmm. are good. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. 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 That's yep. all you gotta do. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but yeah. But anyways, moving on to our recommendations for the week. Um, so I have seen a Soka episode six. Um, nice. and I really enjoyed this episode. Uh felt very Lord of the Rings-ish, which kind of makes sense in a certain way without giving anything away. Mm-hmm. Um also, and this is the one big thing, Jamie. I know you said you're not going to be watching it for a little bit, um, but mm-hmm. I do. I will mention this one big thing. It might be a potential spoiler, but I'm just going to have to mention it because, like, yeah. Um, also, seeing uh, Thrawn and Ezra again just made my heart swell with um, Lord Mickelson and Iman Esfani knocking out of the park. Overall, I really enjoyed episode six, and I can't wait for the second to last episode next week. Also, I've um, I saw the movie uh, uh, No One Will Save You at a Q&A screen with Michael Leiter. Uh, shout out to them and um, Stephen Frosty Weintropper hosting. Um, I also got to meet the director and stuff. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Uh, and it was great. Uh, for those unfamiliar, the film follows a recluse named Brian, played by Caitlin Denver, who must deal with an invader of sorts, and that's all I'm going to say. Uh, writer-director uh, Brian Duffield and company created a nail-biting intense sci-fi thriller that will leave you on the edge of your seat. This is only amplified by an amazing performance from Caitlin Denver, who does so much without, without saying much. Uh, all in all, uh, No One Will Save You is a nail-biting thriller that is amplified by an amazing performance from Denver. Uh, definitely recommend checking out this one when it drops on Hulu. September 22nd. Also, watch this one with headphones, because, like, without giving anything away, this the sound design is going to be... And I honestly... I, and, okay, you'll kind of see it, because they are... I think they'll be releasing a and a because they were the Q&A, and I did ask a question. But I do, like, low-key kind of really kind of wish this was getting a, um, a theatrical release. Uh, okay. Because, like, the sound design in this movie and the score by uh, Joseph Trapanese is just, I think, would just be perfect to watch on, like, a big, huge screen as opposed to just, like, watching it on your, like, TV or on your phone with headphones and stuff. And I, yeah, it, yeah. I also may have caught, I I feel a little kind of bad about this, but, like, I also may have caused an I'm Spartacus moment Mm. about about the theatrical release, but you'll, but it's okay. And, and it, yeah. Also, Brian Duffield was very nice and stuff. Cool. Very, very, very cool. Yeah, I'm following. Really fun. Yeah, I'm following on Twitter since uh, Spontaneous came out and stuff. And he, he's a really, he's a really chill dude. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Anyways, do you have any recommendations for the week or? Um, I mean, I already talked a little bit about um, 
the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I'm listening to the audiobook right now. Um, it's really good. Um, I've been enjoying it. Um, I've listened to just a couple little audiobooks. I listened to another one called In the Long Run. Um, that one's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's really the only time I like. That's I've just been so busy the last couple of weeks. That's could ju- I could just put on my headphones and do some work. So that's what I've been able to do. But I just wanted to listen to the Hunger Games one because of the baby coming out soon and um i it's been time mm-hmm. for me to read it so mm-hmm. 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 Yep. 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 yep yep all right well that closes our show out for the day sounds good so feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms we're on twitter and tiktok at combo with two geeks we're also on facebook and instagram at conversation with two geeks and if you want to send us an email of anything with this episode or whatever previous episodes, we're at conversationwith2geeks at gmail.com. And also, uh, don't forget to check out our Patreon if you want to support our show. We're at conversationwith2geeks. All right. Take care, everyone. See you next time. Bye.